Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Matt Smith. And this is Cole Travis. And welcome to yet another episode of... Let's Ruin It! lovely listeners hello and welcome back to let's ruin it the podcast that ruins the things that you like with deep history dives my name as usual consistently is of course the one and only cole travis and to the right of me is uh the man whose name consistently changes uh hunkus bagungus Yes, the Hunkus. No, I'm Matt Smith. Uh, Hunkus, <laughs> uh, is that is that Hunkus or Mister Bagungus that you prefer? Uh, I, I prefer Hunkus, but uh, if you want to be more formal about it, we can go Mister Bagungus. All right, so Mister Bagungus, uh, you know how are things going uh, with your family business, the uh, Bagungus, uh, humongous? Uh, it's going uh, all right. Uh, business has slowed down with COVID, but you know uh, I, I have a feeling we'll bounce back. Uh, everybody needs a nice bouncy dildo. That is true. That is true. You know, fun fact, I was actually in the market the other day for uh, a nice dildo for, you know, purely artistic reasons. Um, I was going to stick one in my butt on camera uh, for art. And uh, there you I, go. I, just, I just couldn't find one. So I'm really happy to hear that, you know, your business is opening back up. All right, Mr. Bagungus, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst fucking bit. This is the worst fucking thing <laughs> we've ever done. That was absolutely. Wow. That was an experience. Um but that yes, was some I'll, good improv, though. We're, you know, I think we're getting better. And, dear audience, I am so happy that you get to experience this journey that we're all going on together. Um, you know, as always, my name is Cole. Matt is over here. I think we already did introductions. I'm going to take a big old sip of uh, coffee, even though it's 7 o'clock at night where we are. Matt, do you want to go ahead and uh, let us know and let, us, let our viewers know how your week was? What's going on with you, bud? Uh, my week was good. Earlier today, I saw a dude in a, in a Snuggie riding a scooter. Uh, so I hope that guy's doing well. I tweeted that out on my, on my Twitter, but, uh, I wanted to say it on here because I just, I really want to get, put some good energy out toward that guy uh, that I think about that all day. <laughs> was it like, was it like, a, was it like a, a, a depressing guy on a scooter or was it just like this guy's living no, his life? He, he was just vibing. He, he was having a good time. Right on. It, literally. It was like six in the morning. Dude's okay. just riding down the street on a razor scooter wearing yeah. like a big pink Snuggie. Okay. I mean, Weird for Arizona, but you know he he looked like he was having a good time. So good for him. Good I have a feeling him. he was going to get a coffee from the local Chevron. <laughs> right, the best place to get coffee in Arizona. If I'm being entirely honest. Uh, well, actually, I pr- I prefer Circle K. Let's, oh. let's put that out there. Circle K's wow. coffee is fucking fantastic. Uh, I, I'm going to follow that up with. I think we should break up the podcast now because you have absolutely oh, no shit. taste, you heathen. How, how, Matt, how do you want to respond? <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, I think you and your Chevron-loving ass uh, can go straight back to the East Coast, where it came from. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt. Does Circle K have uh, models of cars with eyeballs that you can buy? No, I didn't think so. Chevron for life, motherfucker. No, but it has cheaper gas. <laughs> That's actually a really good point, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Direct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I Just up- kidding. I hate gas. Get it, Buy electric. It's yeah. going to be better in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I signed up for insurance today for the first time. Ooh. That was a what kind moment. of insurance? Uh, health insurance. So now my that's own health care yeah. is on my it's on my own shoulders. It's my own responsibility. Uh, and I can nice. Well, that's the best way to be. Honestly, I kind of so uh, you're a little bit older than me, Matt. So I'm sure you went through like the same situation. But I now kind of feel like uh, I can no longer like fuck around and like be like ah oh, like i'm still kind of a kid at heart you know what i mean it's like no like i'm entirely independent as a human being uh i i uh i can't uh like i don't know it feels weird i feel like i like i don't feel like an adult but like you know when you like you turn 18 and legally you're an adult and then you're like but you don't oh. feel like it yeah, you all. don't feel like it and then you turn 21 and you're still you know like you can buy like alcohol and like guns and whatnot or no you can buy guns at 18 yeah right? Yeah, you can buy a gun at 18. Sadly, yeah, okay. it should not be that way. <laughs> it, it probably shouldn't, no. Uh, but you're like, okay, like I'm, I'm a little bit more of an adult and everything. And I think like either right now or in like a year when I can uh, get a rental car, like I'm going to feel like an actual adult. And you know? It's a very weird feeling. It. I just bought a car and I still don't feel like an adult. 
But I've also come to the realization that you don't have to be an adult. I mean, you have to pay taxes and shit. And, no, you, know, you heard your first listeners. You do member. not need to pay taxes. Uh, well, not if you're the president, apparently. But hot topic. He did pay taxes. What seventy five dollars or something? Uh, Seven hundred fifty dollars, uh, just the entire year. Yeah, that was oh, less that. than I paid. <laughs> fucking ass lips. <laughs> anyway, big old uh, butthole um, mouth. Our president. Big old butthole mouth. He's just spewing shit everywhere. Uh, but yeah, so you now that you can make these decisions for yourself, you can just walk down and buy a, a can of Monster and some Sour Patch Kids and go home and like play Mario all day. Yeah, that can be my on a weekend. I um, that could be your dinner. You could do I, whatever the fuck you want. I was shopping with my girlfriend at uh, Safeway the other day, getting some ingredients because we made this amazing uh, vegetarian cheesy broccoli soup, like. The bomb. Nice. Matt, I think we have some left over. If you ever want some, like, let me know. I can bring it over. Um, I'm absolutely down. Awesome. The food is always going to be, You definitely need yes. to come over uh, <laughs> for, like, some of my meals because I make some bomb-ass meals. Um, but um, we were at the store, and I was, like, walking down, and I was, like, I, 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 like, looked at her, and I was, like, can can we get some, like, chips? And she's, like, you're paying for this, Cole. Like, this is, these are your groceries. And I was, like. Yeah, yeah, why are you I, asking me? I, I was like, <laughs> I still feel like I have to like, I don't know, like ask permission. And then like after I realized like, oh no, I can get whatever I want. I was like going down the aisles and like grabbing things left and right. Just like, oh fuck yeah. What? Cold brew coffee that's already like pre-made in the plastic bottle? I don't need this because we have coffee at home. But you know what? I want this. And I grabbed it. And I saw that there's like a three. Damn right. There's like a three for $4 special on those party pizzas. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get myself some fucking party pizzas and wreck my intestines for a day. So I grabbed four of those. And uh, it was it was a powerful moment. I, I feel like I'm, I finally come into my own. I feel like I feel like our ancestors, like they marked becoming an adult with like killing a deer and feeding the like the the farm or something like that, or like uh, fending off like neighboring tribes. And my moment of adulthood was me giving myself the permission to get a uh, a three pack of uh, of those like little mini donut balls, the donut holes that you can get, and knowing full well that I won't eat them all, but they are in my cabinet right now. <laughs> and that's that's on me because that was my personal choice. Yeah, that that is a really good way to uh, flex the whole adulthood thing, but also a really good way to go broke. I did yeah. that uh, while I was in college a few times. I was just <laughs> like went nuts at the grocery store, got home with my three bottles of wine and you know some DiGiorno pizza and shit like that. Yeah, and uh, then I opened my bank account and was like, oh shit, I can't eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You're like trying to figure out like, okay, I can have like two slices right now and then I can space out this third slice. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I divide it in half, that's breakfast and lunch. Um, exactly. Yeah, so oh my to, God. Uh, what is that anime uh, where he kept like chopping the ramen blocks in half? The Spock and Test. Oh my God. He is like, if I keep chopping them in half, I can just eat infinitely. <laughs> yes. So welcome to Let's Ruin It, the, um, the budgeting podcast. Um, yeah, no, the 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 adult life podcast. Yeah, no, actually, I'm really excited for today's topic because we're going to be getting into some uh some really spooky shit uh, that I think a lot of like us taxes. are actually. Um, yes. Um. So uh, <laughs> the IRS wasn't actually built. Uh, fun fact: it was actually uh, summoned. Excuse me. Mm. In uh, eighteen straight from hell. Eighteen sixty-five by the uh, Seventh Ring uh, Division of the Great Order, and they essentially decided that uh, by seventeen ninety-nine they needed an organ. No, I'm I'm sorry, I can bullshit. Are, are we this. talking about the Freemasons? <laughs> no, actually. So, do you want to get into what we're talking about today, or do you want to keep fucking around? Let's get into what we're talking about, dear today. audience. Do you want us to keep fucking around, or do you want us to start talking about some real shit? I'm not hearing any voices. Yeah, Anna and Alex. Dude, what, what, what do you want? <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I think this, this stream is mainly for us to get into the real shit. So let's get into, uh, let's, let's go ahead and get into the real shit. So I got a little intro for you. So are you ready? So yeah. in North America, it isn't hard to argue that the most well-known cryptid, of course, is the Sasquatch. Its name immediately brings up the image of a tall, hairy creature with huge feet and a liking to meander in front of hikers. However, south of the border, in other southern states, and also around the world, there is a different creature of similar renown. A creature that since 1995 has been in the nightmares of children and farmers alike. 
although there are several different ideas of what it is and what its appearance is, there is one detail that stays consistent. It's hunger for blood. My friends, this week on Let's Ruin It, we are, of course, diving into the story of La Chupacabra. So strap in. Oh, shit. Grab a nice I, glass I was, of red my wine. My mind went to Farmer Dracula. Farmer Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your blood and also get lower uh, loan rates on this plot of land my family is trying to turn over for profit for survival. <laughs> I want to eat your goat cheese. <laughs> I want to eat your goat cheese and also learn how to make the goat cheese. Ah, ah. <laughs> I oh want to grow the corn. <laughs> <laughs> Count with me. How many mental breakdowns have I had over cattle this month? One. Ah, One. Ah, 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 two. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our, our, our dear farmers and Draculas out there, thank you for all the great work you do. All right, so yeah, we're talking about... <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry for the racism to our uh, vampire listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry, <laughs> our vampire uh, farmers out there. I know we just really pushed some really hardcore stereotypes. Uh, but no, uh, so Matt, what do you know about uh, La Chupacabra? Uh, I know that the name means the goat sucker. It does. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I know there was a Scooby-Doo episode, and the thing was fucking massive. Mm-hmm. And I think it was actually real in that episode, which is new for Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I think that was uh, an episode or a movie from What's New Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's when they were Where like, they... what if we, like, actually traumatize these teens as they travel across the Yeah. Country? Yeah. Let's put them in actual real, like, life, uh, like, like life-challenging and endangering situations. Yeah, There's also that one in Cyber Chase that was, like, Dude, the monster was actually real. Cyber Chase was intense. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to watch that. That shit was now. the best. So good. Uh, so let's get into it. Yeah, let's talk about La Chupacabra. Uh, so, uh, there is nothing on La Chupacabra up until the mid-90s, actually. It's a fairly recent creature, and some people, uh, mainly a researcher that we'll get into later, uh, have described it as one of the first internet cryptids. Uh. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, so there's, like, it's, it's actually a fairly recent, uh, discovery, so to say, or, like, a fairly recent phenomena. Um. I thought it was like a like a traditional thing. Like it's always been around. No, actually, it's not. Actually, I'm glad you brought up tradition because I think I mentioned last week or the week before, uh, I was going to be diving into Skinwalkers instead. All right, um, right. And you and I had this conversation, but I want to also put this out there to our audience. So um, I like was doing research last night on Skinwalkers, and what I came across, a besides like a severe lack of knowledge on the internet, uh, was a few articles written um, about and from the Navajo people uh, from which the uh, tradition and the story of the skinwalker comes from uh, saying that anything relating to skinwalkers is incredibly taboo and uh, people who decide to make media about skinwalkers, it's actually like a really big offense (laughs) to the Navajo people, uh, mainly because it's like spitting in the eye of their traditions and their respects for certain aspects of like reality and like the spiritual planes and whatnot. Um, At least to the best of my understanding, Uh, you know, big surprise. um, JK Rowling apparently wrote about a skinwalker in one of her stories. Uh, and there's a lot of like backlash in like one of the articles I read. So we're not doing skinwalkers. Um, but I figured, you know, let's do like another southwestern uh, cryptid. And so the chupacabra came up. So let's get into it. So um, let's get into it. I had to use a few different sources to get my materials. Uh, I'm using Wikipedia, of course, mainly as like a middleman, but also for a few other things. Um, there is a website called paranormal.about.com that I actually had to use the Wayback Machine to get to. Um, what yeah, no way yeah 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 that was one of that's a stuff. real deep dive dude yeah it was actually, it's actually super cool there's a ton of information on there and then there's also a bbc article um that we're gonna get to a mm. little bit later on as well um bbc has an article on literally everything <laughs> it's surprising like this is like a 10 page article on the story of the chupacabra and like one man, one man's mission to discover it so we're gonna be getting yeah, over they to... have one on centralia that's where i got a lot of my information really from Interesting. last last podcast yeah huh all right so the chupacabra let's let's talk about it so the first reports of the chupacabra came not from grainy uh pictures or footprints like you know with sasquatch uh but actually from real bodies of its victims so in 1995 uh eight sheep were found dead in puerto rico uh, 
each one was what got him (laughs) (laughs) we're about to find out um i wonder what fucking killed these sheep (laughs) Uh, it couldn't have been the goat sucker he only likes goats yeah exactly uh very very tricky um yeah, so, okay, so in 18, uh, 1985, you fucked me up, man. The flow was so good, and then you threw the dumpster. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I gotta just remember to have, like, a very fluid mentality when I'm doing anything with you. Because you're either, like, Absolutely. very, very on, like, on top of shit and, like, very, like, too script, or you're entirely wacky. Um, oh, yeah, so, this is a no ADD meds type of day. Ooh, fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, so eight sheep were found dead in Puerto Rico. Uh, and what's notable about it is that each one was entirely drained of blood. Uh, investigators found that each of these sheep also had three strange puncture marks in their chests. But these law enforcement uh, folk were like, Meh, it's probably like foxes or wolves or something else, you know? You know how wolves yeah, will like, drain of a sheep entirely of blood and they only have three teeth? You know, Puerto Rico. Well, I just read a thing that. about a dude in Australia who was like running out of salt, so he like poked a cow in the neck and sucked its blood there. So it's not the weirdest thing I've heard. You're right, Mac, because that is literally the weirdest thing I think I've heard all day, and I've been researching <laughs> the chupacabra for like hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you say he just? Yeah, no, that's the real life crocodile Dundee. Oh my God. Okay. Look um, him up. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I don't want to give that man more press. Uh, that's fucking, that's animal abuse. That's terrible. Um, God, can we just, I think I'm just done. I think I'm just, sh- just shutting down for the day. You, oh, you, we're you we're just ending the podcast right yeah. now. Guys, tune in for part two of the Chupacabra podcast. Once Cole gets over this Trump traumatic <laughs> image. Um, uh, so, at, okay. So it starts off with eight sheep, right? Oh my God. By the end of August of that year, uh, nearly 150 pets and livestock and Canovanas, uh, Puerto Rico were found dead. Uh, most suffered the oh, same shit. fate as those sheep did, with their blood also being drained through one or more openings. And by the end of the year, the number was closer to a thousand, Matt. That's a lot. That's a really hungry goat sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, blood doesn't have, like, too much nutrition, so, like, it makes sense, so you gotta be drinking a lot. But, like, that's excessive. I feel like, hey, oh. hey, hey, goat sucker, if you're out there, if you're listening to our podcast, if you're one of the few people who enjoy Let's Ruin It, maybe, uh, maybe turn it down a little bit. I don't know. Matt, is that too much to ask of Goat Sucker? Maybe you just, hey, let Chupacabra? Chupi? Maybe he's just trying down. to get by, dude. <laughs> you know, metaphorically, we all have our own blood that we have to suck to survive. <laughs> That's true. And sometimes that blood is dick. So, yeah. you know what? Get that and, bread. And sometimes it's <laughs> quite literally blood. Um, and, and yes, you're right, Matt. We, uh, we support uh, sex workers out there. You do your thing. We uh, sure do. All right. So... This is all a metaphor for sex work. Yes, exactly. This actually, this entire podcast has been a metaphor for our support for sex workers. Uh, yeah, the there ca- you go. So the, uh, we can just end now. The Paris, ca- the Paris catacombs. Um, we got. Um, I'm actually That's about taking it up the butt. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, so let's talk about like what the chupacabra <laughs> actually looks like, right? Because oddly enough, like a, appearances kind of vary. Uh, it's very, very strangely. So. Um, the earliest sighting of the chupacabra was by, let me find her name real fast, um, Madeline Tolentino uh, in 1995. Uh, she was in the town of Canavanas, uh, and she stated that she was in her house one day. Wow, this coffee is hitting me like super hard. I'm really gassy right now. Uh, but she said that she was in her house Got one day. Got that acid reflux, bro? I, I'm not going to acid reflux. I'm just gassy. Uh, anyway, so Madeline was in her house, and then uh, she was like, I think she said that she was like washing dishes or she was doing some chores, and she looked outside, and she saw like this like weird reptilian-like creature. Um, she said, uh, it, and, like other people have like said this too, especially in Puerto Rico, uh, that this creature had leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back. It's said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands and hops in a similar fashion to that of a kangaroo. And that's that's actually a quote directly from Wikipedia right there. So uh, it's Sonic the Hedgehog after a really long night. It sounds like a Sonic the Hedgehog like OC creation that someone made. <laughs> yeah, like, like absolutely. Mi- Michael the Goat Sucker. Uh, it's got like this Michael spike- the Goat Sucker. Michael well, the Goat Sucker. It- if it's a Sonic fan and it's a Sonic OC, it's going to be Michael the Goat Fucker. Let's uh, hey, just be absolutely real. Matt, I'm, 
from 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 you know a sonic lover <laughs> to a sonic hater apparently i'm gonna have to ask you to yeah. calm the fuck down and back off hey well that all Don't. sonic fans just want to fuck animals dude uh that's not true <laughs> i'm a sonic fan and i've never wanted to fuck an animal Oh, you, you don't think uh, Amy's the hottest thing you've ever seen? No, have you seen her giant fucking hands? <laughs> also, she wears the. They all cake. have giant fucking hands. Yeah, no, I'm not about that. Like, better to slap that cake with, right? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, if we're really gonna break it down, like, are we okay? We're gonna talk about this now. If we're really gonna break down <laughs> why Amy the Hedgehog turns me off, besides the fact that she's an anthropomorphic hedgehog and she's canonically like 14 years old, Matt. She like giant hands. After all like, this time, small. she's still fourteen. Yeah, basically. I'm pretty sure like Sonic's like what <laughs> seventeen or eighteen. How old is Mario? Oh, Mario's like in his forties. Yeah, he's he, he's you know middle aged and he's still kicking it. Yeah, that man. Well, has, like, I a, I prefer Mario. <laughs> that man has a mustache. He's keeping and it a real. Mortgage. Um. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's not lying about his age. Well, he, Let's he put it that can't way. because he can say oh, he can say like five things like yippee. Wahoo! Wahoo! The funny Yahoo boy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mamma mia. Uh, okay, Mario, thanks so much for applying <laughs> for this position. Um, do you mind telling us a few things about you? Oh! Wahoo! Wah! Yippee! Oh, all right. Uh, that's Here one of we go! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, however, so here's the weird thing. Um, the sightings of the Chupacabra didn't just stop with uh, sightings in Puerto Rico. Um, after word got out about the Puerto Rican, uh, Chupacabra, sightings kind of started to pop up all over the world. So not just in like South oh, America, yeah. but also in Australia and I think like the Philippines as well. Yeah. Right. That's always how it works, isn't it? The, yeah. the Like we have a creepy thing. No, we have the creepy thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think more than anything, and I want to get into this later too, as we end the episode and talk about this researcher, quote unquote, uh, his, um, like theory on like what's going on and everything with it is I think it's like a situation of like like mental priming where like these people hear this story of a terrifying creature in Puerto Rico and then you know a lot of the stories that we're gonna talk about in a minute happen like on ranches where there's like really normally like pretty small human interaction your mind tends to wander um, and I think I think it's like the the, the the imagination and creativity of a lot of people can kind of get lost sometimes and they start to see things that they Normally wouldn't if they weren't told about this thing. So, like, in communication, which was Fair. my field of study, there's um, there's a, uh, a an idea or, I guess, a theory called priming where, like, essentially if I come up to you and I tell you about, like, you know, let's, let's say trains. I'm like, oh, Matt, like, uh, I saw a really cool train today. And then that's all I say to you for some fucking reason and walk away. Like, the thought of a train is going to be in your head, so your next few interactions are going to be primed with that image of a train. And so if someone like asks you to like gotcha. name a vehicle, you're more likely to say train because it's like one of the things you're more closely saying. Whoa, is that how brainwashing works? Should I do an episode on brainwashing now? We should definitely do an episode on brainwashing. We should do we should do an episode on brainwashing and then include MK Ultra in it as well. We got some yeah, okay. okay. Put it on the dot. We need like an actual fucking list for our uh, We we do. Yeah, uh, well, I've saying. come it's up with some. Uh, I don't think I actually have a list yeah. of, of everything. Well, I, I've come up with ideas on the podcast, and then realized like other big podcasts have done episodes about them. Yeah, but and we're not. Then I'm just like, podcasts, yeah, I maybe. shouldn't do that. No, we can do that. No, okay. I, I don't want to steal. I've already stolen a dollop idea or two, so I don't really want to do it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, no, we can yeah. talk about this later. You know. Um, yeah. No. We so good. I, I want to get into some more notable. Um, instances and these were all found on that wayback machine on paranormal.about.com um so one of them uh in november of 1996 i think this was the first one like outside of puerto rico uh a mexican rancher named san near sorry not named san antonio texas near san antonio texas uh, <laughs> claimed to have captured the chupacabras with a coyote trap uh and produced the photographs oh, to prove it uh but unfortunately these photographs are no longer online um the rancher, oh, of course not. Of course not. The rancher has set up the trap to capture whatever was killing his goats, chickens, and a donkey. Uh, he caught something that could not be recognized. Allegedly, the body uh, of the strange creature was taken to major Texas University for identification, but that can't be verified. So what this website did is it basically just like found accounts, probably in like newspapers and other things, and kind of compiled them together. Um, I'm going to be kind of not saying them purely verbatim, but just know that like these do come from the pod or from this website. Um, and then also, this is something that I want to do a lot more often, is like bring up the sources that we use when we're using them in real time. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, especially because, like, I don't want to plagiarize any of these sites. And I feel like we've been a little bit borderline a few times in the past. Or at least I have. Um, so I'll try to change up some words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But just know that we are taking this directly from there. Uh, mm-hmm. In November 1997, uh, Chupacabra was back in its original uh, summing grounds, this time in near a small farm in Loza, uh, Loiza, Puerto Rico, uh, where it Loiza. killed two goats, bled another dry, and made off with a small kid. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, boy. Fuck. So it, it's, it's graduated from goats. It's a, okay, no, I'm not going to say that. It's graduated from um, killing goats. Uh, not the other word I was going to say, to uh, to, uh, to abducting kids. So this is like the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer of uh, of cryptids, huh? Yeah, yeah, this is a serial killer cryptid. It's like, it's uh, testing, it's experimenting, you know? It's escalating, I think is what the, the show Mindhunter says. Uh, but <laughs> so it says that investigating police believe that attack um, took place around 2 a.m. Around the time the farmhand heard a flutter of wings and saw frightened horses and cows running as if the devil were in pursuit. I'm going to go ahead and say... The devil was in pursuit. I'm, I'm going to say that this farmhand just killed the kid. <laughs> I'm going to say that was just him. I, he, he, he made an excuse yeah. saying it was the chupacabra. And then he like rapidly ran out and like stabbed a goat. And like mm. where he killed two goats and then like had to like bleed another one dry. Like that's what I think happened there. I don't think that was the you know? that was chupacabra. That sounds more like this man like accidentally hit a kid with a tractor and he didn't want to tell the parents. And he was like, oh, oh no, oh no, I got to do something. And so he pulled out his knife and like stabbed two goats. And he was like, well, wait, fuck, the chupacabra sucks out the blood. Oh no. And then he had to like suck out the blood himself. That you know, like, that we got to like figure murder. out who this farmhand is and we got to bring justice because that's that exactly like a, what that happened. That sounds like a murder situation to me. Um, that's a murder situation. Absolutely. Uh, on the night of November 12th, 1997 in Australia, Perth, Australia, uh, two friends investigating what sounded like the squealing of a wild pig encountered a creature with large, piercing red eyes and a body. But no, it was just the uh, farmhand trying to take a shit behind a tree. Yeah, it was him. Like, <laughs> I finally got away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and a body covered with stringy, matted hair, large teeth, and a distinctive sulfur-like, sulfur-like odor. So here's where things kind of get weird because, like, remember, originally this creature, this cryptid, had, like, a reptilian vibe to it, right? It was, like, about uh-huh. four feet tall. It was kind of reptilian, uh, and it had these spikes in its back and everything, and it kind of hopped. Around this time, like, so, like, later in the 1990s uh, and then onward into the 2000s, the image of the chupacabra turns into this of like a like a mangy like wolf-like creature um so it's evolving it's either evolving (laughs) or like so i I talked a little bit about tulpas like i don't know i think the last cryptid episode i did i did uh essentially breaking it down uh a tulpa is in the most simplistic terms like an imaginary friend that comes to light like that can act on its own accordance so it's something that is born from the human consciousness and has the ability to be independent uh and this is like this is found originally i believe in like buddhist scripture and like hindu scripture um as like a way of like creating like spiritual life um but there's another idea that like through the collective unconsciousness of the human species which is like uh, if your unconscious mind is like what's running you, the collective unconscious is like the shared consciousness that we all share, which is why like weird mental things can line up sometimes. Um, there's an idea that like if so, is that how? Uh, sorry to cut you off. Is that no, how fine. mass hysteria works? It can, I guess. I mean, mass hysteria can be caused by many things. Uh, a lot of the times, I believe they found it was like actually like drugs or mushrooms uh or oh, spores and stuff like that yeah so like a lot of, even like the um the salem witch trials uh they said was caused primarily from like a uh a mushroom spore that produced a chemical that was very similar to lsd um gotcha yeah also like lead poisoning oh, which is uh, a lot of stuff that like happened like around like the end of the roman empire but that's another thing so anyway um people believe that like if enough people believe in one thing or, like, have this idea of one thing in their head. So, if, mm-hmm. like, the story of a goat-sucking monster um, comes out of Puerto Rico and it goes viral, right? The collective unconsciousness can breed this creature to life, this tulpa to life. Gotcha. And so that's my theory on what this creature ended up being and why, like, after that first sighting, like, a ton of them started to happen all around the country. 
Um, I mean, sorry, That's all around the world. Well, but you. Yeah, yeah. All, or, or it's the priming situation, right, where people see something and they probably heard about the chupacabra on, like, another instance or something like that. Um, but these two guys, these two friends, uh, they said that it was about three to four feet tall uh, and had – it was about five feet when it stood up. Uh, and its mouth part was a, of a kangaroo, uh, and it could also jump. As, and I quote, um, I'm, "I'm sorry, it had a kangaroo mouth." Yes. Oh, actually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so this is actually a quote from the witness. I'm going to read this. Uh, are you ready? With my really shitty Australian yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was about three feet high when I was on fours. So the witness, and about five feet when it was trying to stand up. Its mouth was part of a kangaroo. Within a split second, it leapt straight up, dinner and all, as if it had springs or four legs. I'd like to make a formal apology to any Australians listening. Yeah, that, that was actually, <laughs> that, that, was, that was really, really bad. Um, that was really rough, yeah. Accounts. Cole's getting canceled tonight for <laughs> impersonating Australians. Yeah, hashtag Cole is over party. Oh my god, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, it's about fucking Oh, time. fuck. So I get to not do the podcast it. anymore? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> not, this is it. Research? This is your last episode. The, we're we're gonna game grumps you. You're gonna be uh, John Jafari. Oh my we're god. bringing in Dan Avidan. Oh my god! Actually, Who? our our uh, newest co-host is Danny Sexbang from Ninja Sex Party. Yeah, and it's actually or better yet, the other host is just you. You, but like it's a it's a puppet version that you control like oh off camera. Oh my god, the worst! Oh, but god. I don't even like do a voice or anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just me, but again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so in uh, November seventeenth, uh, near. Arisibu, sorry. Wait, wait, hold on. Arisibu. There's no follow up to what this guy said. What, nope, that's all the, the that's all the website says. Is that uh, so? You're telling me is that they just found a mangy kangaroo and thought it was a chupacabra? More than likely. <laughs> like... Uh, so in uh, yeah, totally. That's all it says on this website. Uh, so fantastic. Uh, transitioning from like a har- fairly like harmless situation to that of a very intense one. Thirty-four hogs were found dead. Uh, with the oh, puncture shit. marks. Yeah. Uh, on November 7th, 1997, oh, uh, in Puerto Rico, in a town called Arisibo, uh, the pigs were being raised by inmates uh, at the Sabana Hoyos prison. Um, and they had planned uh, I to think a, the pigs uh, for a uh, Christmas feast. I think um, I think one of the inmates got a little... A uh, little stabby? A little too, little too happy with a coat hanger or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Honestly. <laughs> Um, so in, uh, South, uh, California, um, a creature matching the description of the goat sucker attacked a pig on December, uh, in December of 1997. Uh, the owner of the pig says this and I quote, uh, okay. Kind of, I think I got a voice for this guy. Shot, man. Yeah. I encountered something, uh, trying to get my pig. That was unbelievable. Uh, when I came up around the corner, it stopped. Look at me. Uh, my dog seemed to be afraid of it, and then it disappeared off to the bushes. Shaw. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, that one was yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all of our surfer listeners. <laughs> hey, our, our brodies and brodettes. Uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Hang 10. Uh, you know, be be kind uh, to those those newbies uh, who are... <laughs> those... Give them good vibes, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, to remember, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I know, like, surfer slang. I promise. I just can't remember any of it right now. What are you, grommet, dude? gnarly tubers i don't know gnar bro hella gnar gnar as fuck yeah (laughs) shaw okay uh and then the last one i have on here (laughs) is uh on january 26 1998 uh chupacabras were being blamed for the mutilation of three cats um I'm oh. reading this, I think, right now for the first time, actually, in the home of <laughs> Melvin Rosado in La Paraguera. La Paraguera. Sorry, in the home? Yes. Again. So the man just murdered his cats. Yes. I think that's it. I think this <laughs> yeah. poor monster maybe killed a few things and now speaks as a scapegoat for all these fucking sociopaths. Holy shit. This is, uh, this is a really fucked up episode, Cole. Yeah, it is. Let's go back to the days when we were talking about a dude with a broadsword, like, taking Nazis uh, captive. Oh, my God. Also, real nice pop up there. Yeah, nice. (laughs) You know, I am a professional. Uh, So, (laughs) we already kind of talked about, but, like, what could the Chupacabra be? There's a lot of different theories out there. Uh, But in the early 2000s, 
Uh, again, like I said, the image of the chupacabra shifted from this like reptilian, creepy, like kind of vibe to that of like a weird, like mangy creature, like a coyote or a wolf. Um, gotcha. And so, uh, this new chupacabra, or as we will call it, the nupacabra, uh, looked more nice. like a deformed hairless dog. <laughs> are, you, are you proud of that? I made that myself. That was, that was me. That was all original call. How long did that one take you? Two hours. <laughs> you know, that's a relatively short amount of time. Yeah, for me at least. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you did good, bud. I'm proud of you. So I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I got I to gotta type in this man's website real fast. So there's a man named Benjamin Radford. Benjamin Radford. And again, super professional, as you can tell. Uh, I am looking up this man right now. Um, so Benjamin Radford <laughs> is... According to uh, BenjaminRefford.com, he's an American writer, investigator, and skeptic. He has co-authored and contributed to over 20 books and written over 20, or sorry, over a thousand articles and columns in a wide variety of press. Um, so this man uh, took it upon himself to discover what the chupacabra could actually be. So in the, uh, I believe in the early 2000s, he made his way and basically like went to a ton of different sighting sites and interviewed a shit ton of people to like discover what this thing was. Um, he started off with like uh, analyzing the bodies of the monster that was found in Texas uh, and other southwestern states. Um, <laughs> I fucking love this. So most of what he found were coyotes, dogs, and raccoons, but one was actually just a really big fish. I'm, I'm so, uh, hold on <laughs> a really big fish a really big fish by the way all of this that i'm about to read off uh is a paraphrase from that bbc uh article uh the truth about the strange blood sucking monster uh so That's yeah fantastic. so he i just like to imagine like he went to like uh like a town or a village or like a big city and some guy was like yeah no i got a i got the body of the chupacabra how much are you paying for this and he's like I don't care. I need to find this out. I feel like that's his voice. I feel like he's like constantly frantic. If you look at the picture, well, he's online, he's Burt Trigger. Yeah, Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't uh, seen our uh, or haven't seen, if you haven't listened to our Monster of the Week playthrough, uh, don't worry. We're going to be putting that on our uh, you know podcast platforms uh, in a bit and so on YouTube. That. And on YouTube as well. Uh, so we'll be doing that as well. Uh, but so uh, yeah, if you look at him, he looks like a very he's he's entirely bald. Not like you know. Like, like, go read a book by his cover. But he looks like a very, I, I don't know, like a very intense kind of man when he wants to be. He has, like, a jolly, like, egg-shaped face, but, like, that butt chin. And those eyes can hold, like, energy and, like, I don't know, obsession. Again, this is a man who has co-authored over 20 books and written thousands of articles. Uh, on So, Handsome Eggman. Handsome Eggman. I mean, come on. Eggman is okay. already a fucking stud. Uh, You're right. Yeah, no, Eggman especially with that goddamn mustache. Eggman can get it. Let's be honest. Eggman can get it, especially Jim Carrey's Eggman. Mm, Hell yeah. Nah. Wood bump. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I feel like I feel like sex with uh, Jim Carrey would just be, it, it would be like having sex with like multiple people just because of like the fast pace of his impersonation ability. That is true. Well, hey, some people might be voices. into that. Yeah, some people are into that. I like consistency. <laughs> I like to have sex. So one man orgy. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that, Matt. <laughs> I know personally I'm not. I'm not emotionally ready, man. Not after the last one. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> that was a pretty good impression. Uh, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, you gotta say it with like a really loose jaw. Like your entire mouth. Your Alrighty face, then. Nope, you gotta no, drop that jaw. Alrighty then. Like, yeah, I can't do Alrighty that. Alrighty then. <laughs> That, that was terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm glad this is what you all are listening to. I hope you're really, uh, you know, enjoying this. Uh, our, our one dear viewer. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, this man, Benjamin Radford, goes out and he interviews a ton of people. Again, like, some of the, the bodies that he finds um, are uh, coyotes, dogs, raccoons, and, again, one big fish, which I fucking love. That, like, he's, <laughs> yeah. he just pulls out a big-ass koi. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Is this? I feel like there's like some SpongeBob joke. Where is like, this the monster? Is this a monster? No, that's that's a boot. Okay, my bad. Is this the monster? Is mayonnaise an instrument? Yeah, that's a fucking fish. I drove twenty thousand miles down to Venezuela to check this out, and this is what you're giving me. Like, uh, I would be frustrated. Oh my god. 
This yeah. dude absolutely like sent him an email or a letter or whatever. And then, like, when he showed up, he's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, I didn't actually have anything. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so he picked up a fish. It was some fucking <laughs> like... teens in Puerto Rico that were, <laughs> like, ah, they're, they're bored on, like a, like, a Sunday night and maybe, like, drinking or yeah. a little bit. And they're like, ah, like, let's fuck around with this dude. And then he emails them back, like, I'm on my way to your town right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I just I, landed. I just <laughs> like, imagine yeah. they found, like, a, like, a, they, they caught, like, I don't know, like, a gar or, like, a, uh sturgeon or something like that and they just put like googly eyes and like vampire teeth on it (laughs) is this the goat sucker no but this is a really fucked up fish (laughs) yeah no but like what you guys did to this fish is absolutely horrifying (laughs) who's the real monster in this situation you or mankind um Chupacabra with mankind. Fuck, I fucked it up. Okay. Uh, well, you know, we all knew what you meant. It's okay. No, I, I fucked up, man. I, I'm not doing good. No, it's all okay. right. I, I promise you. It, the, the bit landed. I laughed. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> I did. I did. Shit. On the show. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I'm yes. done. Yes. I'm done. <laughs> I'm already canceled for the Australian thing. My my career as a podcaster is over. Yeah, hashtag Cole is over after party. Yeah. After. <laughs> uh, so, like, colon, it just keeps getting worse slash better. Um, Electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, after he had some time to interview some people and, like, get some uh, some evidence and whatnot, uh, Radford went ahead and uh, he uh, made some claims as to what the creature actually was. Some claims that, mind you, I actually have some opinions on. So let's go into his oh, claims real fast, and I'll kind of, like, be not get opinionated. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so <laughs> going off of the, uh, the, the Nupacabra kind of mangy dog look, right? He said the reasons why mm-hmm. farmers and others couldn't recognize these creatures is because of something called sarcoptic mange, uh, which is a disease— caused by the parasite uh, Sarcoptes scabies. So essentially, like, these are scabies mites that um, if anyone's ever, like, dealt with a mangy dog, this is kind of what causes it in the most case. It's really fucking terrifying. Um, Scabies are disgusting, dude. They're horrible. What they do, uh, and, you know, trigger warning for people who, uh, maybe it's too late for trigger warnings after talking about, like, you know, animals getting the blood sucked out of them. But, like, hey, trigger warning for, like, creepy crawlies. Um these creatures bur- like burrow themselves into the skin of their hosts, which can cause hair loss, weakness, and inflammation of the areas. Uh, they're really hard to get rid of. Uh, I found out, though, for those of you who might be a little bit disturbed, uh, scabies have a, like scabies and humans have evolved away from each other. So there used to be a point in time where scabies were actually like really well compatible for human flesh. But then as time went on, like, like there's something about us that like we began to produce that like scabies didn't like, so they started focusing on other animals. So whereas like with scabies with uh, humans, like if we get bit by scabies, like we might get a mild rash. But on animals Mm. like dogs and wolves, which they like normally go to, uh, it can be terrible if not life threatening. Um, We uh, actually back when I worked at a post office, um, we had a short scabies scare. Some dude came in with a package. It was like, oh, yeah, but my building is infested with scabies, just so you know. Oh, my God. So we, like, shut the entire thing down and pulled out the Clorox and, like, sprayed the package down. Oh. And, like, yeah, it was, it was a bad time, dude. That's horrible. Jesus. <laughs> it was a bad time. We had to get the carpets cleaned. <laughs> like, this is, like, 30 minutes into helping him get this thing sent out. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh my oh, god. Oh god, it was so bad. Dude, anything with parasites freaks me the fuck out. Like I absolutely Me too, it. dude. I had bed bugs for a short time and that was the fucking oh, worst. Yeah. God, bed bugs are gross too. Oh, they're so terrible. Um so um let's see. Uh I'm just imagining all the shit I had to do to my my space when that went down. Uh pulling out of the trauma. Uh let's see. So Radford states <laughs> that um actually it's the weakness caused by scabies that would have caused these nupacabras or these like deformed wolves and dogs and whatnot to go and hunt the easy to catch livestock instead of like wild deer or like other like natural prey that they would have. Uh like it would it would force them because they're so weak to like go into human civilization and make the risk of hunting down a weaker prey 
uh, as opposed to like the more upbeat, like faster prey that they were used to hunting, which would have led gotcha. to you know uh, the deaths of the livestock and pets that the chupacabra is uh, famous for killing. What um, about the drained blood? We're getting to that too. So, and this is the part that like bothers me. So, um, Radford states that like because one of the telltale signs of the chupacabra is the puncture marks, right? He just states that, like, it's not uncommon for a dog or another animal to bite a sheep and just leave it. Which That's very uncommon, actually. Yeah, it is very uncommon. And I feel like it was just a claim he kind of pulled it out of his ass in this article. Mind you, I, I might not... Yeah. I might, maybe it's just, like, I didn't read into his interview well enough, but, like, it, it really feels like he's just, like, brushing it off. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes a dog will just, like, come up and bite a... Uh, just bite a sheep on the neck, and then it'll bleed out. Fucking no. Yeah, dogs Dogs don't hunt for sport. <laughs> like, they, they hunt to kill. Yeah, unless it's like a sociopathic and dog. Eat. And that's... I don't think those exist. Eh, Cujo. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that was rabies. Okay, that, that that's, it's also that's fictional. Stephen King, though. Yeah, it's also yeah. fictional. It's uh, from work. the guy who wrote a child orgy into a oh, book, so God. like, let's take that with a grain of salt. Exactly. That man was on so much cocaine. He says he doesn't remember <laughs> writing so the majority of his books. Yeah, he, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. The Shining was supposed to be about him, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, also, if you haven't had the chance to read the Shining book and you've only seen the movie, read the book. It's a totally different book's really uh, good. vibe. Yeah, it's amazing. Love Stephen Completely King. different ending. Yes, no child orgies in that one. So that's that's a kudo. Yeah, no, that's just it. Yeah, no, like, it's, the, like the like the book, it not not you know. Yes, exactly. It, it. Yeah, that. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I can't believe that man uh, didn't get fucking burned for that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, right. Uh. We gotta talk about Stephen King reading trauma at some point in time. Oh my god, should should we ruin Stephen King? Oh man, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like there's enough there. And he, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to go on record saying he's a good dude because I don't know enough about him. Uh, except for his like long history with like drug abuse and whatnot, and the whole child orgy in his book it thing. Uh, but I don't know. It's something we could look into. Uh, but let's talk more about the, okay. the, the, the bite marks and everything. So, there's, because there's one yeah. more thing in here that like really does bother me about, uh, Radford's claims. So to answer the, uh, thing of, uh, you know, the blood drainage, the fact that these creatures had no blood, he attributes it to blood coagulation and, uh, the blood not flowing from it. So what he says is that, um, you know, like ranchers and farmers would find these animals and then they would like cut into them to see if any blood flowed and nothing would come out uh which a does happen right i think it's called like livening or livening but essentially uh after a long time after the blood sits um for a long enough time when the heart stops um essentially what happens is that uh your blood starts to coagulate right so it starts to turns to jelly turns to jelly right it's one of the reasons why we get scabs is mm-hmm. the blood on like the outside of our skin like sit still for long enough it's able to coagulate and whatnot <clears throat> same thing you know platelets and everything um but i have a few issues with this because he's saying that like ranchers and farmers wouldn't already know about this and i believe that like ranchers and farmers w- like will probably be or have probably been around enough dead creatures in the ranching and farming business right because yeah th- that's a huge part of it is you're around like, well, a lot of animal death Ranching, there's a lot of times where you're going to find a long dead carcass of one of your cattle or sheep or whatever um, because, you know, you let them go out and graze for like months on end before you round them up. Exactly. So, yeah. So there's going to be a few dead ones. So they will have seen coagulated blood. Also, uh, didn't a lot of these accounts already say that it was like overnight that it happened? Yeah. Uh, Which, I mean, blood coagulation can happen pretty fast uh, if the heart has stopped beating. Yes, but not that fast. Not not over also, the course of like twelve hours. Also, like several of the animals were tested and uh, shown to be lacking blood, like the eight sheep in the very beginning of this story. Right? They well, they were go. drained of blood. So, uh, Radford, uh, get fucked. Um, come at yeah. me, bro. Eat, eat shit, you bald eggman <laughs> looking piece of caca. Um, With fucking ass lips. Yeah, you you big old <laughs> mini poopoo head. Uh, take that. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sure, this, <laughs> I'm sure this dude's an actual decent human being. I just have issues with this. Yeah, I kind of want to talk to him, actually. Yeah. He same. sounds interesting. 
I'm, I'm sure he would love to come on the podcast after that talk. Uh, <laughs> Definitely not after that. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Radford, uh, Benji, can we call Benji? No, we can't. Okay, cool. Uh, Mr. Radford, um, I want to call, I want to first call to attention the fact that, uh, oh, you didn't listen to other episodes. Okay, well, cool. Well, I still feel like it's important for me <laughs> yeah. to say uh, that I apologize for calling you a mini caca poo poo head. And uh, uh, hello, are you still there? Uh, um, hello? Is that. <laughs> Um, we didn't even get to the ass lips part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he seems like a cool guy. His website's actually interesting. He has um, like a line of greeting cards of like cryptid that he like drew himself. And they're they're not bad. It's, it's like nice like ink on background kind of situations. Um, That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. No. I, so uh, it's BenjaminRadford.com for those of you who do want to check it out. The first picture you see is him uh, doing like fire swallowing. What? Yeah. Uh, and then there's he hunts of, like, monsters and swallows fire. There's a picture of him, like some weird, like small cave. Him on like a TV set. He has like an Indiana Jones hat on. Uh, him many, many years ago with a full beard. Uh, him next to like a Loch Ness monster thing that looks really dumb and dorky. Uh, <laughs> next to a giant Jesus. <laughs> That's statue. the real one. Yeah, exactly. He, oh, it was him at the Loch Ness. Yeah, no, he's like a monster hunter. Uh, uh, he's a research fellow with the Committee of Skeptical Inquiry and Folklorist. Uh, Those the are the guys that hunt Sasquatch, right? I'm pretty sure. Probably. He's probably hunted Sasquatch. He has two podcasts. Probably, he, has, probably he, has, has. he has Monster Talk and Squaring the Strange. Uh, oh, my God. We absolutely have to listen to that shit together. So squaring, actually, Monster Talk won the 2012 uh, Parsec Award, which I assume is a podcasting award. And Squaring the Strange is still what? on. Yeah. No way. He also so made a board it beat out last podcast in the hey, year it started. Hey, Matt, he also calls himself a board game creator and puzzle designer. Uh, should we play Monster of the Week with this guy? I think we should. Yeah, he has, like, coloring. I don't see any, like, puzzles. He just has his merch on that link. <laughs> it's okay. a shirt with a puzzle piece on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I designed this. Uh, so um, This was me. <laughs> Um, so, uh, and last but not least, here's the, here's like the last thing on this, right? So when, when talking about the original sighting that Madeline, uh, Tolentino had, which he like went and interviewed him, uh, when interviewed her, uh, about the sighting and everything, um, he said that it was congruent with the release of a movie called Species in 1995, which is all about... Oh, I've seen that movie. Yeah. So, Matt, do you want to tell us what Species is about? I don't remember a damn thing about it, but I remember seeing the title screen and then the credits. Oh, man. Like, all great movies. So, Species is... Like, all great movies. Species is about this uh, this alien-human hybrid that is created by the uh, government. Um, oh, That right. escapes. It's, it's like a real, like, sexy alien creature. Um, and yeah. but it, like, like it's an alien creature, but it can like disguise itself as like a sexy blonde and it goes and like, is trying to find a mate to create an even like another hybrid. Um, it was really just a porn plot. They turned into a movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I'm sure like... there were species, like there's actually a whole series of species movies. There's like species, of the awakening. Is there really? Two, Hold there on. Is... I have to, I have to see if there's porn. Hold on. In, in incognito window real fast. Anyway, go on. Uh, with what you think I feel is, like I should well, be I here for this. I feel like this is okay. I should be uh, watching with you. Um, but let's see. Uh, yeah. So essentially, is there porn? Oh, 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 oh boy, the Koreans loved this movie. <laughs> oh, shit. a lot, a lot of hentai. <laughs> well, no, that's Japanese. Uh, no, there's, there's a lot of just Korean porn based off of the movie. Holy. Oh my god. Okay, cool. Oh my god, there's so much. Why is this a thing? Okay, Matt, anyway, I'm bring sorry. It back. I'm bring sorry. It back. Gonna, gotta go reel you in. Gotta... This is this, this terrifying, tab, dude. We're losing you. Close the tab. One of the thumbnails was like the blonde turning into the alien, like Mythrust. Yeah, close the tab. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome well, back. Uh, I know what I'm doing with the rest of my night. My finger is hovering <laughs> over the end call button right now. Um, oh, God. So, again, like this this movie is about government testing and alien reproduction, but there's a creature in it. So the, the main alien creature uh, has these spines on her back, and she's, like, green and scaly. Um, and it was actually set out and released in Puerto Rico several months before the first sighting. 
So what Radford uh, says is that, again, this is a situation of priming, like we talked about earlier. So he says that, like, he doesn't say Madeline Tolentino was lying about this and something that he's really, really intense about saying in the article that BBC wrote about him. He says more that what happened is that she could have seen this movie and then she saw something she, her, she didn't understand and that's what her brain, like, saw it as. Because that's the thing about her brains, friends, is that while they are literally the most complex and incredible thing in the entire galaxy that we know of so far, the entire universe, uh, they don't like not knowing things and they will fill in the gaps whenever they have the opportunity. Um, which is real dumb and real frustrating, especially if you, you, know, you have anxiety and you're trying to sleep and you hear a noise in the kitchen and you're like, oh, I'm about to get murdered. Like, yeah, that's your brain making being dumb things. Um, I don't I feel like this is dismiss, like dismissive of like this woman saw, said and like saw like, yes, this is an example of like something that could have happened. But I feel like this guy's. I don't know, man, like I feel like I kind of feel like part of this whole story about Radford, it kind of feels like he's like a government plug. In the cryptid, like, oh community. my god, I knew and that's like, exactly where you're going. It, that's what it kind of feels like, right? Where he's like, um, actually, no, it was a big fish, and uh, <laughs> these ranchers don't know what they're it's doing. Big fish with the googly eyes. And Madeline Tolentino saw the sexy alien movie, and that's what this is. I don't think you know, that's what this is. I think it's. I think it's so. You think a, he's a reptilian? Is what you're telling me? I think. I don't know. I, he's working with the Greys. To end humanity. I don't want to call out Radford too much because, again, I don't know this man. <laughs> and he won the Parsec Award and he could end us. But at the same time, <laughs> everything I read in this article does feel weird. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Seriously, let, let's send him, like, an email. See if, see if he'll be on. He probably won't, but we could try. Yeah. No, that's And, that uh, like yeah. Uh, maybe... we'll, we'll talk more about that. Yeah, we and will, all the uh, other monsters you sounded. Yeah, we actually need, maybe the uh, fish. We need some more. Um, <laughs> we definitely could use some more. Um, you know, variety of content. So that actually sounds like a lot of fun. Um, dear listeners, if you want to uh, get interviewed or know anyone who should be interviewed by us as well, you can go ahead and reach out to us uh, either on our Instagram and Twitter at Let's Ruin It Pod, or on our email Let's Ruin It Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, but yeah, no, that is the story of the chupacabra from everything that I found, Matt. Uh, how are you feeling about our one of our most famous southwestern uh, cryptids? Uh, I'm feeling pretty hungry for some goat cheese, to be honest. Oh, feta. Goddamn. I'm making... Oh, uh, feta sounds of, so speaking good. Speaking of Greek shit, I'm making uh, baklava tomorrow night for a friend. Oh, dude, your baklava is fucking incredible. It's real good. It's real fucking it's good. It's real good. <laughs> do you want to come over and help me cook it? Uh... I don't know if I can, but if I, yeah, if my, if I can, yes, absolutely. Okay. I'll see what I'm doing. I'm Cause I think I might like be ask, out like but... asking you on the show. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was kind of hoping you would say yes. And then, uh, you like tomorrow you'd be like, I'm sorry, man, I have to cancel. I'll be like, Oh really? Well, let me pull up the podcast that we did yesterday. And you said you <laughs> yeah. could make it. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Too bad for you. I'm non-committal. <laughs> That's not a surprise. No, I'm totally kidding. That's, that's <laughs> my stick anyway, but Dear listeners and friends, thank you so much for listening to Let's Ruin It. Uh, we're going to continue on with our spooky Halloween stuff. Uh, we will be re- releasing the tabletop RPG uh, campaign that Matt and I and a few friends did uh, on Friday of last week. Uh, real soon, so keep an eye out for that. We're going to be releasing more episodes of that campaign in the near future as well. Uh, and then uh, on Halloween, of course, we've got our big spooky extravaganza kind of show that we got going on. So Matt and I are going to be playing some spooky games, maybe watching some horror movies and uh, doing an episode on something real big. So keep an eye out for that as well. Absolutely. Uh, you can find us uh, if you are listening to this on Spotify or wherever podcasts are heard. Uh, you can find us on at Let's Ruin It Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and you can email us at uh, let's ruin it podcast at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, please uh, send it to us via email because Twitter gets really blown up with bots. So, uh, yeah, DMs are not a good idea. Um, And I don't know about Instagram, but uh, I have a feeling that would be a pain as well. Honestly, (laughs) you like reach out to us over Instagram. Instagram is pretty navigable uh, when it comes to communication. So, yeah, either Instagram or uh, Gmail. 
just not Twitter because Twitter's a shit service. Twitter's an ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, thank you all for listening. Uh, we love you all very, very much. We hope you're safe during these weird and trying times. I really want to talk politics because it's been a really weird fucking month so far. Oh, trust me. We'll get there. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> we might need like a detox episode where we just talk about the bullshit that's been going on. Uh, yeah, November would be a perfect time for it. Yeah, let's do an entire episode on the presidential debates and uh, talk about uh, the crazy shit that's happened in it. Um, but, okay, other than that, friends, thank you again so much for listening. Have a great night. We love you very, uh, very, very much. And, Matt, say those immortal words that you always say. Drive safe. Bye, babies.